Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about and we also actively invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Today is Tuesday, July 27th. It's 11.22 a.m. Getting ready to get started. Getting a little late start again today, but as soon as I get enough followers, I'm going to start doing live broadcast before the market opens right around 9.15. That way I'm open before I can put my trades in before the day starts and after the day opens up, I can see what's going on and make a little adjustments before that. So that's something to look forward to for those of you that want to look forward to live broadcasting. Uh, but right now, for now, for those of you listening on the podcast and those of you watching on the videos, Let's get let's get ready to rumble. Eh, whatever. Anyway, let's get started. As you can see, today's Tuesday, and I still only have one position. Why is that? I bought a couple of positions yesterday. Guess what? They came and they went. So let's quickly take a look at those before we even get started today. Yesterday, first thing we did is we sold off 10 contracts of STX. And while I'm saying that, let me pull up STX on the one-year chart and the 90-day chart to see where it's at. Okay, so STX, we already know where it was where it was a year ago, but we're going to start off uh, the 90-day chart. That's what I usually do. After Monday, anything we started off looking at Monday, we're just going to go and look at on um, the 90-day chart and go forward. So all that being said, the past 90 days for STX started out with a low back in the end of April. I'm oh, sorry, the end of excuse me, holy cow, the, the end of March, beginning of April, was a low of 75.18. The high is 106.22, and that was the middle of May. Since then, she had profit taking. She dropped, settled into a new trading range right around is at 82 to 88. She's sitting at 84.02 at the moment. Yesterday, we I sold the 89 call, giving someone the opportunity to buy from me at any time they desire a thousand shares of the STX at 89. Now, if you remember, I own the stock at 98. So why am I giving someone the opportunity to buy it from me at 89? Well, needless to say, as we've had this thing since the beginning of last month, and I believe we have seven, maybe eight premiums that we collected. Now, I collected the dividend Okay, thank you very much. I'm collecting the premiums now. Yesterday, we collected a 50 cent per share premium. A thousand shares, that's 500 bucks. That's halfway to my goal already. Okay, that being said, uh, the other two trades that we made, we bought a thousand shares of CWT at 60.51. Later during the day, we sold them. 1,000 shares of CWT at 60.81. Granted, we only made 30 cents per share. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, 
for the fun of it, let's pull up CWT and see exactly what it did yesterday. Okay, so CWT, let's go back to March, April. Okay, CWT had a 90 day low of 5105 and a high at 6198. Yesterday, she opened up at 67, oh, 6007. Sorry. Let me try it one more time, okay? CWT opened yesterday at $60.70. Had a high at $60.97, okay? Today, she's up as high as $61.28. But I bought it at, uh, what is it, uh, $60.51 and got out at $60.81. So $0.30. Cents Gave me uh, 300 bucks. Now, 300 bucks added on to our five, that brings us up to eight. That's pretty close to my goal on the first day. Now, let's go one further. PPG. We did this one yesterday. Also, another div cap play. The last 90 days for PPG looks something like this. Had a low the beginning of April at 146. Then, on April 15th, there was that tax day. <laughs> tax day, she gaps up from 154 close the previous day to 169. Why would this stock jump up 15 points overnight? I don't know. And you want to know something? I really don't care. The only thing I mainly look for is number one, the stock has 50 years or more of increased dividends to increased dividend payments to their shareholders. That works for me. Okay, worst case scenario, I buy PPG and I hold on to it and they continue to increase the payments that they give me. Wonderful. However, I'm not looking for a 2, 3, 4% per year. I'm looking for 2, 3, 4% per month. In order to do that, I got to keep rotating my money. So PPG uh, came on the scene yesterday. Let's quickly get that down over here. She opened up yesterday at 164.22 and hit a high of 165.07. Unfortunately, I didn't get to capture all the, you like this word, highness of the day. I didn't catch the height of the day. Okay, I just collected my mayor, what, what is it? Uh, got in at 164.15, I got out at 164.55. So I only made 40 cents off of that. Now, 40 cents times 500 contract, 500 shares is 200 bucks. So you see right there, Monday, I'm in, I'm out. I got my $1,000 goal. I can quit for the rest of the week and say, you guys are on your own. But that's not why I'm here. And I'm pretty sure that's not why you're here also. Okay, so that being said, I already made my goal for the week. So the rest is just play money. So let's play. All right, let's go to the marketplace, see what's happening. Uh, monitor, we already uh, did the activity and position. The only thing we have now is STX. Let's quickly take a look at it. So I give you guys an idea of where we are, where we're going. Okay, we got into STX. Let's bring it back up on the chart. For those of you that are watching, not just listening, but for those of you listening, just, I'll try to do my best and describe what's going on. Okay, STX, like I said, we bought back in um, June 7th. Okay, June 7th, it was, here we go, right there. June 7th, the chart looked awesome. It did, everything was perfect. Then June 8th came, everything was great. June 9th, 
that's when everything started to go to shit. Okay, she opened up at 105.65, and that was it. That was the height of STX for the past 30 days. And it's just not getting back there. And that's okay, because as you can see, even though she went down from where she was, okay, now remember, I got in at 98, um, where is it again? 98.79. So let's take a look at the account statement, bring up STX, and this can tell you every trade that I did with STX for the past, uh, let's do 70 days, because that gives me all the information I need. All right, there we go. And here you have it. STX. It gives you my fills and whatnot. All right. So follow along with me if you would. June 7th, I bought 1,000 shares STX at 98.79. As you can see up here on the uh, on the 30-day chart, I believe this is. No, no, no. This is a little bit more than 30 days. Okay, so from the high of when I bought it, on 6.7, this thing has gone from uh, a high of 101.71, and she's sitting at 84.03 at the moment. So it's a losing stock, yes, but not necessarily so. Let me explain to you why. All right, so I have a thousand shares of STX just sitting in my account. The very first day, I sold a, uh, an option for someone to buy it from me, and I collected $2,390. That's day one, okay? So I'm working for cash flow. I'm leaving the principal alone and only spending the interest. Okay, this is what the rich people do. They don't touch the principal, only the interest. So I have this 1,000 shares of STX just sitting there. So the first week, I got $2,390. It's almost $2,400. Week number two, which was June 14th, I collected $680. The following week, June 22nd, I collected an additional 330. Uh, June 28th, I collected 350. And this was the worst week so far. July 6th, I only captured 270. Oh, woe is me. However, whatever you want to look at it. Okay, so July 12th, I collected 400. July 19th, which was last Monday, I got 870. Yesterday, I got 500. So if you want to add it up to find out exactly what I made off of it, I probably could, you know what, just for the fun of it, let's whip out the calculator. And there she is. Let's calculate away. All right, so the first day we got 2.39. Uh, next time we got 6.8. Uh, 0 0.68. 0 0.68. Then we got uh, 0.33. 0.33 and then we got 0.35 next week the 28th we got 0 0.27 0 0.27 after that we got 0.40 and then after that we got 0.87 then after that Yesterday, we got 0.5. Okay, then we will multiply all that times 1,000 because that's how many shares we have. And voila, $5,790 in income 
on a stock that's just sitting in my account doing absolutely nothing. Oh, wait a second. It's not doing absolute nothing. It's paying me a dividend. And yes, I did get to collect the dividend for STX. And you know what? Just for the fun of it, I don't even remember how much I collected on STX. SDX. Whoops. S. TX. Let's put that back there. Okay. And they don't play in July. They play in June, don't they? Nope. April, May. May, maybe? All right. This is taking way too long. I'm just going to go right to Yahoo to find out. Right, there it is. The 11th. All right, 67 cents a share. That is another $670 I haven't haven't even mentioned before. So we got $670 from the dividend. Okay? And we got 5 All right, well, let's, let's add this 670 plus 670 is going to equal a grand total of $6,460 off that 1,000 shares I have sitting there. So every 90 days, I'm going to collect 670 bucks. Okay? You know, just for the fun of it, I probably should just hold on to this stock and do nothing but covered calls against it from uh, when I purchase it for the whole 90 days. I'm kind of curious what that would actually look like. That would be fun. You know what? I think I might. Yeah, but if I do that, it's going to skew the numbers. You know, see, the, the idea of, of this trading channel or this training, trading channel, this, this channel is basically for, for training. I train people, I teach them, just people watch what I do and basically you can copy what I do. It's really not that difficult. You, you do what I do or do similar to what I do. I'm not telling you to do everything I do. I prefer that you don't. You know, I prefer you to make up your own decisions. But STX... Granted, it's, it's a dividend king. They've increased their dividend payments for the past 50 years. I believe that's, that's what they are. Uh, I can find out lots of information. More info on STX. We've got a trade. we got company profile. Position summary. Triggered market market depth. Blah, 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 blah. Company news. Think back. Fundamentals. All this nice, neat stuff I can find out about STX. Okay. STX is sitting at 84 right now. 84. All right, so the bid is eighty three ninety six, and the ask is eighty four oh three. All right, Seagate Technologies Holdings PLC. I have no idea what that means. Oh, this is an Irish company out of Dublin. Ah, top of the morning to ya. Seagate Technology Limited Partner Company is providing electric data storage technologies and solutions. The company's principal products are hard disk drives. In addition to HDDs, HDDs, it. Uh, Produces a range of electronic data storage products, blah, 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 blah. Okay, all that nice, neat, fun stuff. I don't really need to know all that stuff. The only thing, my main concern is, and I'll say this over and over and over again, is uh, number one, got to be a, a company that has increased its dividends for a minimum of 20 to 25 years. Okay, because a lot of crap has happened in the U.S. economy and around the world in the last 20 to 25 years. So if a company can can stabilize themselves and sustain throughout this turbulent times and continue to increase their payments to their shareholders, they must be doing something right. Okay? And if they're doing something right, I want to be part of it. Okay? And I'm not greedy. I'm not asking for huge returns. As a matter of fact, I was I was answering some questions online 
and someone asked me about a company, and granted, yeah, the company was great. It went from 21 all the way up to 160 in 14 years. And, and I'm getting razzed or getting harassed saying, you know what? You could have bought the stock and held on to it in your, your, your $21 stock because the IPO ended up at 21 okay? And yesterday's close was at 160-something. So yeah, that's a nice return. Great. whoop de doo I'm averaging with my trading strategy close between 20 and 70% per year. So if you take that 14 years and you get even on the low end, 20% per year, year after year, and that's, that's annual compounding. I don't do annual compounding. I do monthly and weekly compounding. And those numbers change drastically. Okay, 4% of a of 100,000 is $4,000. Okay? However, and that's compounded per year. So year 2, you're at $1,880, $1,800. But if you're compounding it weekly, you're going, you know, compounding after compounding. And then you get interest on top of interest on top of interest and you're doing it on a weekly basis. Thus, uh, uh, phew, the numbers just get staggering. But that's my main goal. My main goal is weekly cash flow. All right, let's stop with this crap and just get back to what we're doing. All right, let's go back to the Dividend Kings and see what's on the list for this week. May, we don't want to look at May. We want to look at August. Now, the reason why I'm looking at August 2020 is because those numbers are already in the system. They're already listed. Now, if I wanted to go to August 2021, some of the companies haven't announced their dividends yet. What are we waiting for here? And make sure I'm connected. I'm in my mobile studio again, you guys. So, you know, for those of you not um, aware of what I do, I actually travel a lot. Um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday I was in a town called Brockton, Brockton, Mass. And um, I broadcast from a cemetery. Because it was nice and comfortable and cool, well shaded. And my daughter has this thing about cemeteries. So I took a video of the cemetery for her while I did my broadcast. Today, I'm in a small town called Halifax, just south of Boston, um, on a lake. Okay, so as soon as I'm done with my broadcast, I'm going out and taking a dip in the water. You know, taking a dip. Then I'm going to progress with my day. All right, so the Dividend Kings, um, we are at the 27th. So 10 days from today would be the 10th of August. So any company paying their dividend or going EX on the 10th or after, I have three dividend kings, EMR, AWR, and MSA. EMR, which is Emerson Electric, it's got a 50 cent dividend. Let's take a look at them first. EMR, put that into the one year chart and Oh my God, I love charts that look like this. She started out last year at 62.84. Within a couple of days, found its low at 60.78. Jumped into a trading range of, what is that, 64 to 69 and traveled there for two and a half months before she finally broke out just after that four-year anomaly that we all know is called election. Presidential election has a tendency to make things go crazy. Some stocks shoot up, some stocks shoot down, some do absolutely nowhere. But the, uh, the presidential election here in the United States has a definite effect on st some stocks. 
And unfortunately, it only happens once every four years. So you really can't judge that. Okay, so she gaps up from November 9th from uh, 70.16 up to 76.45. And then she just continues to keep escalating up to hit a high at 99.20. And that was yesterday. Hit a high at 91.20 yesterday. Now, the thing I don't like about the numbers that we're seeing nowadays is that the huge amount of money that the Federal Reserve has dumped into the, uh, the economy, where do you think it's all going to end up? You give it to the poor people, what are they going to do? They're going to spend it. They're going to pay their bills. They're going to do grocery shopping. They're going to buy a new car. They're going to do some crap. They're going to spend it. It's going to go to the small businesses. And what are the small business owners going to do? They're going to pay their payroll. They're going to get more products. And then they're going to take the excess and dump it into the stock market. So the stock market has these huge appreciation over the last year, year and a half from the low of last, was it last March? Not the March that just passed, but the March before that when the pandemic struck and everybody was stuck in the house. Companies lost anywhere between you know 10 to 70% of their value. And then you're going from a new low from there and everybody's counting, oh, that new low. No, it's not a new low. It's an anomaly. It doesn't happen. It happens once every 100 years. You can't really use those numbers. But everybody is. All right. I digress. Let's get back to where we were. Okay, so anyway, EMR hit a high at 99.20. She's sitting at 98.69 at the moment. Let's take a quick look at the seasonality to see if this thing's worth jumping in. Seasonality looks pretty good for the rest of the year. She's going to go... Oh, looks like a little bit of a dip in the next couple of days, but then she's going to shoot up and continue going up. Okay, so we're here in the next couple of days. Looks like by Friday, it don't look that good, but let's see what the big chart looks like. Uh, EMR. EMR. Okay, so EMR, she's flattening out the trend. They're, the sellers are taking over, so there's more sellers than there are buyers, but not by a huge amount by any chance. It's like a, 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 a almost a one-to-one -one ratio with buyers over sellers. So don't get me wrong, it's a great company and all, and it might be able to sustain that, but I have an issue with scenarios like this. Now, ideally, I should have got in first thing in the morning because getting in first thing in the morning, you get the opening of the day, because she opened up at 99.77 and she had a high at 99.13. So I would have been able to get in and get out with my profit already intact. But we're here now at 98.60. If we jump in now, can she hit 99 again? Because I want to look at that. What is the dividend? What is the dividend again for? It's 50 cents. Uh, where was I? Charts. Here we go. All right, she's at 98.62. 50 cents would be 99.10. It's pretty close to another high. She is, uh, you know, the, the chart looks like an uptrend. However, the trend line is definitely sideways. But uh, we could do a div cap on this one for 50 cents. You know, she is higher than the high of the day. And I don't like that. Besides, we got uh, two and a half weeks to the dividend. We got half a day left to go. Um... Let's see what the trade look like on this company. EMR is trading right now, 98.63 over 98.65. It's a two cent spread. So when the spreads are that tight, usually means there's a lot of activity. When they're really tight, like a one cent spread, there's a lot of activity. So a 98.72, if I bought it at the money, 
and I sold the at the money call, I could probably get 130 out of that. Which, oh, you know what we could do? Here's something awesome. Let's buy it and sell the 99. That way, if I get called out at the end of the week, I collect a 65 cent dividend. Wait a minute. I collect the 65 cent premium plus the 39 cent increase in price, bringing me. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Let's do that. Um, oops, nope. I want to do a regular buy. Uh, it's at uh, 98. Can we do a thousand shares? I can do 800 shares of this and 800 shares of something else. Whoops. All right, if we do 800 shares, that is right, that's 8,800 shares. Okay. Now I can sell eight contracts. So let's do that. Let's buy, uh, okay. Here's what it's going to sound like. Buy 800 EMR at 98.62 limit order. I could just buy it at the market. You know what? Let's just buy it at the market. That way we can progress forward, give the market, make it his money. All right, here it sound like. Buy 800 EMR at the market to open. 39,000. There we go. She got filled at 98.52. Now let's sell eight of the 98s. Oh, no, the 99s. Okay, we want to sell eight of them. And here's what it's going to sound like. Sell eight EMR 100, which is the weeklies. Now, I got I to gotta reiterate. I only want to do the weeklies because I'm looking for weekly cash flow. Now, the some stocks, some of the dividends, some of the dividend kings have only monthly options. This one just so happens to have a weekly options. So, it looks like I'm going to collect 520 bucks. Okay, if that clears, let's see what it's going for at the moment. Um, activity positions, and it got 70 cents. Ooh, yeah, I love it. Okay, so let's run down this really quick. I just bought 800 shares of EMR um, at 98.52, and I sold eight contracts for someone to buy it from me at 99. Now, why am I doing this? Okay, now I'm doing it, number one, I just collected 70 cents per share, now, let's get rid of this. Clear that. Uh, clear that. Clear everything. Um, 0.7 multiplied by 800 gives me 560 bucks. Okay, that means I'm up to 1.56 percent for so far this week, and I have still have another 40,000 left to go. Also. If the stock does end up over 99 by the end of the week, I'm going to collect the difference between the 98.52 that I paid for it and the 99 that I sell it for, thus collecting another 48 cents a share. That second 48 cents a share, let's get rid of this, 0.48 multiply 800 shares, that would be an additional $384. All righty, so you see where I'm going with this? We, got, we just made 500 from the option that I just sold on a stock, on a dividend king stock. It's going to be paying out their dividend in a little over two weeks. Okay, because I collected, excuse me, I collected 500 bucks for that. If it ends up over, over 99 by the end of the week, I collect another 384. Now, what happens if it, if it closes lower? If it closes lower, I'm going to, whoops, proceed to sell a, 
Well, let's go for next week's. I'm going to proceed to sell another uh, option, a call options, 808 more contracts, call options on Monday. So I'm going to have, all right, let's look at where we are. All right, we just brought in um, over 500 on STX yesterday. Just brought in 500 today on EMR. Now, if STX, I really don't think is going to go above 98. Okay, really don't think so. I'm not going to hit that target. EMR, if it hits, great. I collect another 380 bucks. If it doesn't, I get to resell another um, call on Monday. So I will have STX and EMR to sell on Monday. All right, where are we now? All right, AWR is next on our list. AWR is a 33 cent dividends, American American State Water. Now, I believe they're out of the upper northwest, um, the Oregon, Washington area. And if my memory call, recalls, last I checked a few years ago, they had over nine, all right, listen to this number. I checked over a couple of years ago and they had over 900,000 customers all needing water, gas, oil, and electricity. <laughs> I mean, come on. They have 900,000. And they're offering water and electricity. And oil. I believe they're offering oil, too, or, or natural gas. Okay, I, I don't know 100% right off the top of my head because there's so many, you know, so much crap rattling around up there. Um, but they have over 900,000 customers. And they've been on the dividend king's list for over well, dividend king, they're over fifty years, which means they've been increasing. All right, people, this is this is almost silly. All right, let's go back to the one-year chart and see what we're looking at. AWR American Water AWR. All right, the one-year chart for AWR, nothing fancy. She started out the year last year at seventy-nine forty-five. Looks like she's in a trading range between seventy and eighty-three. She just jumped out of the 83 recently, but let's go through the whole spiel. All right, back in middle of September, she had a low at 69.25. This looks like a good channeling stock. You buy, you sell, you buy, you sell, you buy, you sell. You know, if, if you guys heard of channeling stocks, you buy at a certain level and you sell at a certain level, and you just keep doing it over and over again. It's an awesome strategy, but it's not what I'm looking for. Too many uh, unknowns for, for me. All right, the high was just last week at 87.38. She finally broke out of that, you know, 81 to 83 area. Um, what was that on uh, the middle of July? She's sitting at 87.07 at the moment. And what was the dividend for them? 33. We could almost uh, 87.40. be going for a new one-year high if we did a div cap play on that. But let's take a look at the seasonality. After all, it is water, electricity, and such and such. Oh, I love charts that look like this. She went kind of side. Well, this is not the most perfect one I've ever seen. From January, she basically went sideways right up until well, mid-July. She starts escalating towards the end of the year. So as you can see now, at this time of year, she starts that escalating to the high of the year, which is apparently December. So all looks good at this moment in time. She's going sideways with an uptrend to it. Let's look, let's look at the big chart and see what AWR is going to do. AWR, there you go. Oh my goodness, this is definitely a buy scenario. All right, I'm going to explain to you why I say that. Not only has she gone to a, you know, 
uh, uptrend from the 30-day and the 90-day low of 79.51. She's in a very, very strong uptrend. The buyers are outpacing the sellers a 3 to 1 ratio. 3 to 1 ratio. So let's quickly find out how we can jump on this and maybe collect some money too. If we're going to do a dividend, a div cap play, which I really don't want to do because I'm too close to the high, but I have no problem whatsoever doing a uh, crap. <laughs> For those of you listening, not watching, the reason I say our oh, crap is AWR doesn't offer weekly options, only monthly options. It's okay, but I really don't want to do a monthly option on this one. And it's too high of a high in order for... It's too close to the high, which means in order for me to get the div cap on this thing, which I probably should have bought it at the beginning of this morning, um, it's going to have to make a new high. Territory that it has not been at, and that makes me uncomfortable. So, reluctantly... Let's jump in to see what MSA has to offer. MSA is MSA Safety Incorporated. Let's see what it looks like in the one-year chart. MSA. Again, a nice-looking one-year chart. Starts out at 116.29. Quickly finds it slow at 112.52. That was the end of July last year. The new high at 172.84 was in the middle of February. From there, she's basically just gone sideways, staying between a range of 155 and 170. Okay, she's sitting at 163. 163. No change. All right. Has a nice little pennant forming. You can probably see that. You know, from here, look at that little squeeze. So she's going to go one way or the other. Let's take a look at the seasonality and see what that says. Seasonality says, oh, I love these charts. She goes sideways for, for the first quarter. Then right from the second quarter, she's flat. And then right in the third quarter, which is where we're at now, a nice escalation right up to the end of the year. I shouldn't say the end of the year. I should say the end of November, beginning of December. Right then, she starts to trail off. All right, so that looks good, and that looks good. Let's see what the big chart looks like. MS, MSA. Let's put it into the big chart. And that last 90 days looks like she's in a sideways trend it's almost it's one and a half to one there are more sellers than there are buyers does not make me a happy camper the trading on msa is 162.35 of 162.92 that is a huge spread my friends and this again is another monthly option so i want to get out of there and don't even want to bother with that but you know what Let's jump in and take a look at what is on the list for Warren Buffett. Hey, you know, he does pretty well. He has Kroger and Visa. Now, I did buy American Express the other day. I bought it, I got in, and I got out on the same day, which I always liked that. That's what That was a, strictly a div cap play with American Express. And I did that on one of my other accounts. That's my change-for-change uh, change, uh account. Uh, Kroger's got an 18 cent dividend, not huge by any means, but let's see what that's going to look like. And this is um, Berkshire Hathaway's list, or Warren Buffett's list. So Kroger started out the year at 34.38, made its low at 30.35. Now, I'm going to... I, I don't really like this high 
of the year because it's another anomaly. I hate anomalies. I do. Because when you're at, you know, 37... And you spike up with no reasoning whatsoever to $42.99. And there's, there's no justification for it. But hey, it is what it is. $42.99 other than, you know, people dumping boatloads of cash into the market. The only thing I can come up with. Alright, so the new 90-day high, new 90-day low. Here we go. New 90-day low. We got a double low at $35.58. Once at the end of March. And once again in the beginning of May. The high was just last week at 41.51. She's sitting at 39.92 at the moment. Let's quickly take a look at seasonality. What can we expect this thing to do for the next couple of days and the next couple of weeks? All right, this is ugly. I don't like these kind of charts, especially when they're ugly. She's getting a sideways trend with an ever, ever, ever so slight uptrend to it. I mean, I'd say more sideways than anything else. KR in the big chart looks something like this. She's in an uptrend. The stock itself is in an uptrend. And it's uh, 30 to 18. So it's a little bit less than a 2 to 1 ratio. There are more buyers than there are sellers. The volume still looks the same. Everything looks happy. Uh, you know, so let's take a quick look at Kroger and see what that's doing. Now, this is what I tell you about a tight one. Let's get, bring us back up to the standard chart so we can see this. The bid is $39.89 and the ask is $39.90. Do you know what that means? Tight, tight. So that is, uh, oh, what do you call that? A very tight margin. So there's a lot of action going on on that one. And if we did the $39.91, sold the 40, that could bring us another $320. So why not do that? Let's see if we can get 1,000 shares of Kroger. And it's going to sound something like this. Uh, I want to do the market. I don't want to do limit order. Limit order. Uh, I'm not looking to make a fortune. I'm not looking to, you know, create news or call a high, call a low, any of the crap like that. Uh, apparently, that's only 20. 20 grand. So I think we might be able to buy 1,500. I'm at 40. Okay, so let's see if we get 2,000 shares. 2,000 shares at the market is going to look like 39.92. I might be able to do that. Okay, buy 2,000 Kroger at the market to open. And it got filled at 39.83. Quickly, 39.83. Um, let's do the 40s at 34. That's another 600 bucks. Okay, so what I want to do is... Whoops. Open this up a little bit. Sell 20 contracts at Kroger. All right, 20 contracts at Kroger at... Okay, here's what it sounds like. You ready? Now, we just bought 2,000 shares of Kroger at the market. So now we're going to sell 20 KR100s, which is the weeklies. you got to make sure that you get the terminology correct. Is the KR100s, which is the weekly. 30 July 21, which is this Friday. The 40 call at 34 cents per share. Limit order. Good till cancel. All right. So there we go. Let's look at the monitor. See what she's doing. Um, okay. She should fill right away because the market's at 35. And I put in a 34 limit order. So that should fill. And 
And how much should that give us? Another 680 bucks. So if that fills, or if and when that fills, we'll be up 2100 this week. Which makes me a happy camper. I like that idea. All that being said, we're going to let that sit there and chill for a little bit. It is 12.01 p.m. I am going to sign off, take a dip in the lake, kind of relax for a little bit. And then I have a 1 o'clock appointment, so I have about a half hour to swim around a little bit, enjoy myself. I got my lunch. My sub. I love my Subway. I do. You know. Anyway. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We are out here for today. Uh, I'm just going to sit here and wait for this thing. Um, you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone and see if she fills. But if she does fill, it's another 600 bucks up on the list. And that just makes me a happy camper. All that being said, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. And uh, you guys, happy trading. that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you and have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you and have a great day.